0: hey everybody welcome to uh another episode of the whiskey geeks it's been like a million years uh
1: my name's tim and i'm alex and we're two brothers on a quest to bring you the perfect pairing of whiskey and comics except really we're on the quest to find some time in 2022 when neither of us have COVID, someone's not having a a new baby and just sit down and chat
0: i know um it's been like three and a half months so sorry everybody (laughs) out there in podcast land but Yeah, I don't know about here. We'll go through each other's ailments because I can tell you, for me personally, um, I caught hand, foot, and mouth disease at the start Mm. of the year, which was super fun. Fun Um, as an adult? It's brutal as an adult. I do not recommend anybody does that. Uh, And then my – I mean, I caught it for my child who got it at a daycare, and then she came home after that with pink eye. And then um, one of the worst gastro (laughs) – we think it was norovirus – uh, which then went to my wife and i and it like beat us up worse i don't want to say worse than covid because but whatever i as far as i know i uh, have not had covid but this neurovirus kicked me uh when i was down mercilessly for like <laughs> two weeks it was the worst thing ever yeah. uh, and and yeah and then we had a baby so i've been kind of busy congratulations uh, okay. oh thanks man uh <laughs> yeah it's well, hectic well life you with have... two two kids under two is bananas
1: yeah while you avoided covid uh Mm. those of us up here in ottawa did not
0: and
1: uh it was fine for the kids but my wife and i both got it pretty bad even though you know we're both triple vaxxed and Mm. i ended up with a bit of the long haul nice uh yeah so little bit of lung inflammation that uh at one point a coughing fit led to me throwing up while driving right in my crotch, Oh, uh, gross. which yeah, just for a number of times. reasons. Gross. So many, so many reasons. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, there was a, there was a few weeks there where I was, you know, barely able to talk and, and breathe properly, let alone hop on a mic. So yeah, yeah, here we are. But here we are.
0: Here we are. Um. So let's do, so we're going to do a two parter. So this will be yeah. fun. So we're gonna break this up into two parts because we have a lot to talk about. Um, First of all, uh, we never finished our Boba Fett recap, which is hilarious. Uh, I got super sick right as the final episode came out. So uh, for everybody that was following along with that, whoops, sorry, and uh, sorry, Orbax, you were gonna be our special guest for a recap. We'll bring you on for something else. Um, (laughs) But there's a lot (laughs) of stuff to catch up on. So we're gonna do part one, Uh, is gonna be a nice little recap of, a bunch of TV stuff and movies and comic books and pop culture things and news uh, that's going on. And then uh, part two is going to be all whiskey because yeah. we've not done any neckpour sessions or reviews in a long time either. And uh, I don't know about you, but I've got a stockpile of new bottles <laughs> I've since got a lot, uh, Christmas. A lot
1: that's unopened back in here yeah. behind me. So and,
0: uh, and we've done a couple of club tastings and mm-hmm. uh, other tastings as well. Um, with other clubs that uh, we should talk about but that'll be part two so so download both of them but if you want the whiskey chat and you don't care about nerd stuff and you only watch us and listen to us for the whiskey stuff you can pretty much stop right now other than uh give us two minutes i mean it's gonna be pretty great you should probably listen to it anyways but if you don't care about cool things then sure see you later uh do you have a little Dream, here's a question I, with your long COVID,
1: how's your smell it, and your taste? This is very important. It, it is very important. Uh, it wasn't good. Mm. I made the joke repeatedly that I should have just been having kale and spinach smoothies because it would have been oh, a yeah. great time for a cleanse because I couldn't taste or smell anything. Yeah. Um, however, it it is back and I do have a wee, a wee pour and my and Karen glass here. Um, this is something actually we we put up on our Instagram because we both started infinity bottles. Mm-hmm. And since uh, we're going to be talking, you know, comics and, and whatnot, I thought that I would pour a wee dram of my infinity bottle, which is a peated uh, whiskey nice. and fitting. So let me let me run down what I've got in here so far. Uh, we've got some Bowmore 12, Ben Romick Peat Smoke, Talisker Distillers Edition, Highland Park 12, Teutchen Da from Buna Haben, some Buna 12, and then I put just a little bit of Glen Farkless 15. Just I wanted a, oh, little, bit of kind of a little bit of yeah. sherry. Yeah. Nice. How is it? So that's what I'm doing. This this is so this is only the second time that I've dipped into it since I sort of put it together. I've just been letting it sit and rest. And you know what, actually a lot of the sweetness, maybe from some of the Buna sherry casks and a bit of that Glen Farkless are coming through on the nose nicely. Nice. But you'll notice I didn't mention that I, I did not put any Ardbeg or Lafroig in here because I oh, didn't yeah. want it to just get completely overpowered with that. So yeah. there's a nice mingling of sm- sweet smokes in here at the moment. And cool. uh, I'm gonna enjoy sort of dip it into this. Right on. What's, well, we're what, not going to do, do, rev- yeah, do a full review.
0: Yeah, we're not going to do a full. I have a, a piece of what is in yours. Actually, is uh, I'm in bottle kill mode because my cabinet's empty again. Freaking first world problems. Yeah, my cabinet's a little bit empty, so I got to kill some bottles. Uh, so I'm actually just working through the very last ah. bit of this Talisker Distillers Edition, oh, uh, very the nice. double matured from 2019 that uh, you and that, I split.
1: Yeah, that was one of our very first club tastings, right? Yeah that we I think so. and we that we ended yeah. up and we ended up getting an extra bottle of that because yes. we were both excited to try it. So,
0: yeah. And yeah, it's very very good. Nice. It's very very good. So, um, yeah, so look at that. We're drinking some whiskey and now let's get into the good stuff. Um Yeah. Okay, well, right off the hop, right off the hop. Top. Jesus, we haven't done a the podcast hop-top. in a long time. I don't know how to talk anymore. Um right off the top, we are going to quickly talk about Moon Knight. Because that just wrapped. Spoiler!
1: Spoiler! Spoilers.
0: But yeah, okay. Spoilers going forward for. Here's everything. the. Here's the. Uh, read the description. You'll see everything. what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> spoilers
0: for everything. Um, so Moon Knight just wrapped up last week, two weeks ago. Times a flat circle. Um, overall thoughts. What did you think of of Moon Knight?
1: Oscar Isaac can do no wrong. Yeah, that guy's pretty great like he was so fantastic and even just looking like you didn't have to hear him talking everyone was like you know giving him crap about his accent work when they just saw the trailer and it's like oh wow it actually makes a lot of sense but just his physical acting you knew which character whether it was steven or mark that was on screen Mm -hmm. just by looking at him yeah and it was I just thought he did an absolute that was a masterclass in acting. Yeah, especially near the end when he was flipping
0: back and forth when he was in the the psych hospital. Yeah. level of the inception uh yeah. storyline. <laughs> yeah. Um the yeah, right near the end. I think it was the last episode when he was flipping back and forth while talking to Dr. Harrow. Yeah. Um uh and you know a lot of people thought maybe that was Jake. Oh uh, yeah but no, <laughs> but. because there was a little bit where he slipped into like some pretty heavy New York. Yeah. Just for a little bit. Right. For a little bit. So people were wondering if that was Jake. Um, I would agree. I think he was far and above the best thing about that show. Ethan Hawk was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I liked, I mean, I love how, you know, if, after the first like three episodes, I was, I was talking to a couple of people, a couple of friends about it and just kind of like, Would this have been better as a movie? Hmm. This is dragging a little bit, you know? Um, But then when episode five happened, I was like, no, this show rocks. Yeah. Uh, And then um, here's something. Do you think that it suffered the same fate as a lot of these MCU shows where, and I mean, I guess you could throw the Star Wars shows into it because we didn't really get to really dive deep into the final episode of Boba Fett, but it was the same the issues with that one are the same kind of here is that there's so much story that they built up in five episodes. And then it's yeah. like, well, you've got 40 minutes to wrap it up and you better yada, yada, a whole bunch of shit. And here's a CGI punch fest.
1: Yeah. So we won't get into the, the Boba Fett <laughs> no. right at the moment. No. Um, I would have been happy with either a two hour finale Hmm. Of Moon Knight, I think it it really for me the finale suffered from yada yadding how the avatar system worked, yeah, and how you become an avatar because all of a sudden, um, his girlfriend, Layla, named, Layla, thank you, Layla's walking through the the pyramid or the ruins. And she's now having this really weird, like phasing in and out conversation yeah. uh, about trying to become an avatar. And I was really, With I mean, even, to even edit, on, to, yeah, even to I edit. was, yeah. even I was lost as to wait, which one's this now? How, like, right. how did this happen? And I would have liked a bit more on that. Also, why does she have a pair of golden wings if she's the avatar of a hippopotamus?
0: so here's my thoughts i I...
1: haven't read the comic so i don't really know but so i'm
0: i i don't know completely because i haven't read a lot of moon knight but the superhero that she turned into is the scarlet scarab right so the scarlet scarab is a marvel marvel hero that was it's a man in the comic books and the name i don't know the name i didn't really do my research sorry folks but the name of the character in the comics is almost the same as what her dad's layla's dad's name is in the show right so they made her the scarlet scarab so right cool that they bring in like a mm-hmm. de level marvel character into this like comics character right and yeah. i'm not saying that it's not an important character and all of that stuff because it's great yeah. <laughs> that they put them that they put that character in there but it is weird that Tawedit, who is a hippo god of fertility and love, that the avatar is the scarlet scarab with wings. Yeah. They just like that was the part for me that I was kinda like, huh? Because I didn't I didn't know any of this until I listened to another podcast recapping it. Shout outs to the Ringerverse uh yeah. on the Ringer Podcast Network. Um, you know they do a really great deep dive and they, they were the ones who kind of like, well, yeah, it's a scarlet scarab, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. And I was like, okay, so I'm glad they brought that character in, but they really didn't explain that.
1: No. And that's why I was (laughs) sort of, and that's why I was lost. Right. Because it just, there was that disconnect between who she was the avatar for. Yeah. And how that manifested, and not saying that you know avatars can't have a, a whole whack of powers. Like just because right. Moon Knight happens to be the avatar for Kanchu and you know the powers of judgment and all that. So yeah. sure, healing powers and super strength and sure. kick-ass killing powers. Yeah, um, and, you know he can shape shift. Apparently, changes costumes at will. Whatever, right? That's yeah. that's fine. So, but yeah, there was there was just a. I think it could have used a bit more like I don't know exposition from somewhere to uh just to fill in those gaps now that I think I
0: think the place to do it would have been I can't remember if it was episode I think it was episode four when all of the yes all the like avatars were in the pyramid and then they had their little weird courtroom scene and they were all just like oh what's Harrow oh okay we'll just all believe Harrow for some weird ass reason yeah um And then they like seal away Conchu and yeah 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 yeah. But like that would have been the time to do it.
1: Like Mm -hmm.
0: explain who they are, explain their avatar. Like I think that's how you would have been able to write. Again, I'm not a television writer. Nope. I don't claim to know how to do these things.
1: (laughs) It's super hard work, and I think they did a great job. But yes, I I mean, I to critique it. I think I agree. And and again, like we're picking nits because we also got two gods that were towering over the pyramids fighting, which was amazing visually.
0: Yeah, that was super. I mean, I know a lot of people have issues with like, everyone always says like, well, the penultimate episode of all of these shows is so good. And then, you know, the final episode is just a CGI punchy punchy punch fest. Um, and, you know, that's not as good as, you know, if you look at like um, WandaVision, right? Like yep. you get all that stuff with the grieving and everything and then the end is vision and um agatha just punch fest flying around the sky yeah and then you know same with um the big reveal of hawkeye loki. and loki and all that kind of stuff but i will say as far as punch fest go seeing a street level fight going on and then seeing two giant an alligator god and a bird god having a fist fight and they're three times the size of the pyramid i thought that was yeah pretty pretty cool
1: yeah i mean i'm i am a fan of like the the current monster verse like the godzilla and king kong and mm-hmm. you know i i can get down with some giant cgi things punching each other for nope, sure that, that's fine i didn't have a problem with it when it was the transformers i don't particularly have a problem with it right, right now either <laughs> or power rangers yeah no yeah so hilarious. but no like i mean Final verdict: I was really pleased with Moon Knight. I would be happy if he shows back up in some other Marvel property. Uh, same thing with a Scarlet Scarab. I really liked Layla. I thought she was fantastic, and yeah. and the actress, like you know, she was she was really really good. Really good. Um. So yeah, I would I would be happy if they you know appeared in other places. I I don't know if this show is really gonna. Like, is there any plans to do a second season of this? Or like, this is just six episodes and we're done, right?
0: It's six episodes and we're done. So, what I gathered from that is Oscar Isaac didn't want to sign the Chris Hemsworth.
1: Ah, uh, I will do this tied up.
0: <laughs> I will do this until you tell me I'm not doing this anymore, kind of deal. Yeah. It was I don't want to sign up for a super long term deal, so I will sign up for these six episodes and that's it. Yeah, but it's been left open.
1: Okay. It All isn't. Right.
0: It isn't the um, Daniel Craig. I'd rather kill myself <laughs> and play James Bond again, and then he played James Bond again. Yeah. Um, which we'll, we're going to be doing a James Bond episode. We've been talking about that for a long time. We really need to do that. Because um, I have thoughts. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a bottle of rum too. To exactly. While we, we talk about that. We got James Bond rum. Um, but yeah, I like. I'm hopeful that. Um, blade is good when that comes out and again i i think blade is mcu and not sony because that morbius movie which i didn't watch but by all accounts was a hot pile of dog shit didn't see it um apparently it was really bad um but that's the venom verse right right so not Into the mcu and i can't remember if blade which one it's in because blade and moon knight have run-ins yes um in the comics and so does morbius and morbius and blade do a lot like that does night stalker anyway there's a whole bunch of stuff um so i'm hoping that when blade comes out moon knight shows up in that and he kind of hangs out in that world and we kind of get this little occult yeah kind of side thing it would also be cool if um they do decide to now that they they brought the netflix verse yeah. onto disney plus and spoilers for no way home with charlie cox showing up yeah as matt murdoch in that so then it's technically there so if they bring Burnthal back as the punisher moon knight and the punisher have done a lot of stuff together in the comics so i think that would be a really nice kind of like skewing towards more rated r but like the occult darker version of the mcu could totally yeah. exist with a blade moon knight punisher oh yeah side of it which would be pretty cool. so good um so let's we'll rank this where do you put this in relation to the rest of the mcu shows
1: um i i think it's middle of the pack so i've still got loki one
0: yeah loki's still one for me by um a long shot
1: yeah, I really liked WandaVision because I loved what that did for Wanda Scarlet Witch story, yep. especially the back half of that. Mm-hmm. So I think I've still got that ahead. And so I would I would put this right in with What If? sort of at that okay. same level. So like 3A, 3B. Okay, so um so I think it's I I enjoyed Moon Knight better than I did um Falcon. Yeah. I think Falcon uh, and the Winter
0: Soldier's last for me.
1: It it was it was fine. Like, and again, I'm yeah. glad it exists. I had a good time watching it for sure. Um, just you know, it was it was fine. That's cool. So, yes, yeah, so I would probably go
0: um bottom and top, I would go Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, and then I would probably go What if and then Moon Knight. Yeah. And then Hawkeye. Oh I missed Ooh. Hawkeye. Damn. Yeah hawkeye
1: wandavision loki yeah i really did i really did like hawkeye hawkeye was fun i and it might have just been because it was right around christmas and i was you know like everyone was feeling good and but i was amazing oh yeah so i yeah so yeah maybe yeah moon knight moon knight and hawkeye are sort of i guess then right yeah There, you know, let's do tiers. (laughs) Let's let's do some tiers. So I think I've you know Loki's on a tier unto itself, I think, with one, and then tier two would be Wandavision at the top of that tier with Moon Knight Hawkeye, what if Mm -hmm. um in there. Cool. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Right on. Well, um speaking of MCU and everything. Uh, Doctor Strange came out last Friday.
1: Did how now I y- haven't? No, I haven't seen it. I have a no, one no. week old child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I have not seen it. How are you doing with avoiding spoilers? So here's the thing.
0: I um, did a major social media cull of who I follow recently. Oh, how good um, did that feel? I mean it felt pretty great yeah. not gonna lie to you. um it felt great now i didn't get rid of any of the comic book stuff that i that i follow but i tend to follow creators and and people who don't just blast spoilers yeah. for the first week uh and i just i don't go online i don't just stroll and look at their cheats and and read yeah. stuff so i i've successfully not listened to any of the podcasts that i normally listen to who do reaction podcasts and talk about it i just yep. skip them um we'll see how long i'm able to do that because i i didn't get to see no way home until it was like available for rent well it was actually available i had to buy it but whatever i'm yeah. happy to pay the 30 dollars to see it but it was like three months after it was in the theater so the majority of the con like the bigger spoil like i got spoiled that there that all three spider-men were there but i mean we kind of knew that going into it yeah the daredevil thing got spoiled for me before i saw it so i didn't get that like oh my god it's charlie cox
1: moment which is too bad because he's your favorite of all those netflix shows right yeah daredevil rocked. yeah it was so good
0: i really want to go back and watch season one again season one of daredevil is oh good so um good. yeah but yeah so i'm hoping that i can avoid spoiler stuff i know i'm saying this right now online and someone's just gonna fr- friggin' text me a spoiler um <laughs> cory but i mean like i know i like i haven't seen i still haven't seen the batman yet i liked it i've heard amazing things so i keep planning on renting it and i just yeah. haven't yet oh, you but sh- i've you been able to yeah
1: but i've been able to avoid major spoilers on that yeah. too so so sp- my spoiler free take is it's a batman movie with batman right yeah They're, exactly like, he's barely bruce, bruce wayne right very little bruce wayne yeah. and he's a detective like this yeah. is batman as a detective and it i like i it. I, I really liked it yeah the
0: yeah. one thing i did do is i did go online just because i was curious i did watch the uh cut scene of him talking
1: to the joker did you know that exists uh i knew it exists and i haven't watched it yet it's pretty great yeah uh i will also and that's say somebody who hasn't seen the movie and is Z- a pretty it's pretty yeah. fun
0: five minutes yeah
1: zoe kravitz crushed it oh yeah, that's, as that's selena apparent. kyle yeah um, just, and you would never know that that was colin farrell as penguin yeah like it yeah wild like you could watch Came the around. whole movie and just be like uh oh, it said colin farrell was in this movie <laughs> yeah I was listening,
0: to this, I can't remember what it was, but I was listening to another podcast and it, it came up, people were talking about how good this Batman was. And they're like, and the great part of this is like, there's no, like, I mean, like Robert Pattinson, but there not like major, major movie stars in it. And someone was like, well, Colin Farrell's in it. And the person was like, what Colin was in this movie. <laughs> it was like, yeah, the penguin. And he was like, you, there's no way no. like, he just didn't
1: believe him. No. Um, hilarious. Um, so also, anyway, I, all plus, I won't tell you my thoughts on where this could go for the next batman movie since you haven't seen it so we'll do that another time
0: yeah i'll I'll watch it yeah maybe this weekend now that like my kiddo's a little bit older and stuff like that older as in like a week um there will be times that she's up in the middle of the night and i've got wanting to let my wife sleep so i will just go rent it and just hang out in the basement and watch it from one to three in the morning it's three uh, hours one long. To, That'll be one or to one four. To six four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Well, back. Well, there you go. This is a side <laughs> Batman chat. I didn't know we were gonna have. Um, what is your hype meter on Doctor
1: Strange? How pumped are you to go and see this? I'm incredibly pumped.
0: Yeah, this is really high for me. I'm
1: too. really high. One, I loved the first Strange movie. Hell yeah. Like more more than I thought I was going to, which is which is weird. But Benedict Cumberbatch is incredible and I think is perfect. Um, like he's right up there with like casting wise with the Tony Stark, right? Like it's just, yeah. I, I see Benedict Cumberbatch and it's like, oh, that's Doctor Strange. I mean, he's also Sherlock Holmes, but you know, yeah. I can suspend that disbelief. Yeah. But it's really high. I know you're a big yeah. fan of, of Strange. Like you were re- reading that, it was the Jason Aaron run. Yeah, right? And Chris Chris Pachalo I think is the artist yeah. on that it
0: was so good.
1: Um yeah,
0: I'm so so beyond pumped for this. I mean, I I think I liked What If more than the majority of people and I I mean, as dark and as sad as it was, the What If that's basically sets this up. Um that episode was amazing.
1: I think if people go back and listen, I think I said that was my favorite episode.
0: Oh, I think you might be right.
1: Wow. Yeah yeah so great. like dark evil strange yeah strange you, supreme like, yeah who you see like for a second in that i don't know it was trailer number two or whatever yeah but oh boy he looks creepy oh i can't wait and yeah. the,
0: like i mean it's there i mean spoiler for the trailers but the the fact that they just flat out said the illuminati is in this I'm kind of wishing they didn't put that in a trailer and they just let that I, be a movie spoiler that I you're just I like didn't the Illuminati will yeah. see you now I'm like
1: what <laughs> and hearing Patrick Stewart yeah as Professor X yeah so, and anyway. bringing X-Men into the Marvel Universe and yep. all the possibility oh yeah love that's it gonna be pretty awesome Um so is your hype higher for that or Obi-Wan oh, that's what we segue folks nicely done thank you uh (laughs) obi-wan's higher yeah
0: it's star wars star i mean yeah it doesn't matter what it is anything star wars is going to be higher on the height meter for me than anything marvel It's just a it just is what it is um i cannot wait i cannot wait to see the grand inquisitor in live action similar to seeing um cad bane show up in boba fett like seeing the grand inquisitor in live action and the other inquisitors and like you know the third sister and like all this stuff like seeing all of those people that we've i mean rebels rebels
1: (laughs) oh man rebels is so good um just and the lightsabers that they have like seeing those in live action with the spinning and so excited hopefully they fly like they do in Rebels, like the helicopter blade thing i hope they do that Um. oh man I'm how so much so how much do you think is going to be flashback like do you think we're going to get any because Hayden Christensen we know is playing Darth Vader Yeah. do you think we get any Anakin, Obi-Wan flashbacks we of the to, two of them off doing awesome stuff
0: it's the only reason you cast Hayden Christensen in the role like you don't yeah. cast Hayden Christensen to throw him in a suit and use James Earl Jones' voice, or you modulate his voice. Like, you cast Hayden Christensen to... In my mind, you cast him to let him redeem the prequels. yeah. Let him redeem his performance in the prequels, which, he's a very good actor, so I think he will do it. I really don't think... I think the issues with the prequels from the acting and the dialogue... uh, Was the writing? ...rest squarely on the shoulders of George Lucas, who... Uh, isn't the best dialogue writer or clearly director of acting. Yeah. He's a genius, but mm-hmm. um, spawn <clears> my favorite universe, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I a hundred percent think that we're getting Clone Wars era
1: yeah. flashbacks. Beautiful. Um. Ha- I was actually surprised that we got so much off Tatooine Obi Wan like footage in the trailers yeah i was i I was i was kind of expecting much more like obi-wan's on tattooing just overlooking luke and i mean that scene when luke is clearly like pod racing yeah like like, that was that was awesome so i yeah i'm I'm very interested to see like what obi-wan is off trying to do how much communication he might have with yoda um i mean there's just so many so many great things i mean we could get some force qui-gon force goes qui-gon in there Um, that was that was i mean that was the last thing yoda told him to do right yeah was go talk to your old master so i'm yeah i'm so very it was like yeah i've
0: got training yeah for you to so that you would be able to it wouldn't surprise me if that was like a stinger like yeah. a post credit stinger, like at the end, I don't think we're gonna get a ton
1: of it, but if we should get some. Yeah. No, I'm, Hopefully. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited. And we've only got two more weeks to, to wait. So do you think here's last
0: question on this and we'll move on because shocking, we're running crazy over the time that I thought we were gonna be on this episode. Um how do you think we see Obi-Wan's lightsaber? Do you think that him and Vader actually are going to fight
1: in this? I I don't think so. I oh, although yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like if Vader was able to find him that that would have been the big showdown. Right. right? Because and it, it would just there'd be too much retconning that would have to happen from the quote in A New Hope of like last time exactly. we met you know, I was but the student. Yeah. So, but now I'm I, the Masters, so yeah, that, I've been
0: thinking about that too. And I think the only way to make that not be weird is Obi Wan has to wash him again. Yeah, yeah, like if they show down, he could just. I would be so good if he got the high ground on him again. Oh. <laughs> fucking
1: Great with that. Oh, my, or God. he has the high ground and says it, <sighs> and like Vader goes to jump, and then is like, oh, I better not. And then the like, just then, part ways <laughs> they do like a smash cut
0: of him getting sliced apart yeah. and burning alive again and he's like oh yeah right yeah hold on me else.
1: once yeah For me once
0: that'd be hilarious
1: <laughs> so, but i do um, hope we get a lot of obi-wan versus the inquisitors i mean like i hope there's yeah. some good like him th- versus will it
0: be will it be lightsaber stuff though well that's so that's the thing, like he can't be in, I mean, there's wanted posters, they're chasing him and stuff like that. Like,
1: I mean, he could, yeah. he could have it. We do see him firing the blaster yeah. and it, so it could be a, I don't want to reveal myself. So I'm not going to use it. Right. I mean, that that's very like on brand with rebels, right? Mm, Where it's yeah, like, I'm, I'm not like my lightsaber is not even assembled. You know, I carry it in two different parts and they just look like components on my utility belt. And right. if I have to, then I'll put it together and use it. So it, it could be that, and you know, he's trying to stay hidden, obviously, so. Fair enough. But yeah, cool. Well, All right. Couple weeks, can't wait. Oh my gosh,
0: give it to me, yep. give it to me now. Um, we might, let's maybe try and do some instant reactions or something to that. We'll see how episode one is. Yeah how badly we want to talk about it. Uh, uh, One other quick hype meter for another show that previews have been dropping for it. Uh, What, if any, is your hype meter for Miss Marvel, the next MCU TV installment?
1: So I'll be honest, I haven't even seen the trailer. And I think... It looks super fun. I think it's because it came out when I had COVID. Because it's been out for a while, right? Yeah, I think I saw the first trailer a couple months ago. Yeah, so a while ago, anyways, I missed it, and now it just like it hasn't popped up on my front YouTube page when I go because right. it's not something that's there anymore. So, you know what? I will make a point of going and watching it once we're done here, so that I can looks, have a better opinion.
0: Hey, man, it looks super fun. Uh, yeah. you know. Yeah,
1: I love what they did with the character, like when they 100%. rebooted that and like that that like initial comic run. Yeah. Um, like I read, I read the first like the first issue of it, and yeah. I. I really like it, so yeah. I, I'm I'm very hopeful that they'll they'll land it and it'll do really well. Yeah,
0: it's you know very similar and it's really great in the sense that with like the um the Spider-Man reboot with Miles Morales, yeah, right, like having an iconic character come in and have it be a teen with from a different background that's not just a down on his luck white kid. Yeah, um, you know getting some other context in it and like giving representation to other people is fantastic and miss yeah. marvel is the same thing you know yeah. it's new york based and but you know a muslim girl who yeah. gets superpowers and becomes a superhero i uh, but it, it looks super colorful super fun um the you know my height meter is higher than medium you know i just i'll I definitely read watch a whole it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch every episode and yeah. <laughs> watch it the day it comes out like I do with all this stuff and yep. it's going to be great. Um Rock and Roll. So what comics have you been reading for the last like 4
1: months? Wow, um a whole bunch. That's so, good. yeah. Mine have so not been that plentiful, I'll be honest no? with you. No. Well, it's I mean, I get home delivery from my comics from my guy up here in, in Ottawa so that's nice uh, for anyone who is local um, Mike from Dark Age Comics uh, and actually he does ship plug um, so, so yeah I've and one that I think you're going to enjoy is the new Punisher run
0: oh where, with the retconning of the logo and stuff
1: yeah so it's like a, a rebranding but it's it's putting him in charge of the, the red hand
0: yeah I like that
1: so it's so I like I've I read the first one loved it think you're gonna like it one of the and it's just it was a limited series but I really really enjoyed was um King of Spies by Mark Millar Hmm. of yeah so of like Civil War um right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. fame have you heard of it uh Mm But it, it was really good. So it was only four, like it was four issues. They were oversized, but it's a retired um, British spy who's, you know, got cancer. He's got six months to live and he is on the war path to try and take out all the ones that got away and the monsters that are left, some of which mm. are high ranking members of government. Dig it. And yeah, so it was, it was really cool. Art was great. Um, what else? Oh, the I mean, Star Wars still doing. Um, it's now on to Crimson Rain. So that's I mean that's always always fun.
0: As opposed to Crimson Dawn, that's the next iteration of Crimson Dawn.
1: Well, this is yeah, it's like so there was the like the big crossover event, and this is like gone into right. like still looking at Crimson Dawn and how they are gonna influence. Oh, the reign of of Crimson Dawn. Mm, I got you. you yes, yeah, there you go gotcha gotcha so, so yeah rain r e i g yes that that uh, one yeah not r a i n god i hope i spelled that right my which where brains. was the n and the g who knows it's too late yeah and then just for a bit of the the classic stuff i just picked up the um sandman the new deluxe edition one and two nice. and I'm I'm working my way back like I haven't read all of it but I'm rereading um the first like the like just started from the start again so I'm I don't know I'm up onto to what would equal issue 14 or something it's cool, just man. so good
0: yeah that's that one has this I think we talked about this in the yeah swamp thing pod or something like that that sandman is one that has escaped me yeah. So it's uh, on my list. Well, if, I actually think yeah. that my local comic shop, Heroes, is currently running a sale on graphic novels. Uh,
1: so I'm go. going to head down this week. Yeah, this. So this what I'm going to go pick up go. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So what? Uh, what about you? What have you been? So working through.
0: Man, over the last three months, um, I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast, but I finally, I, well, I caught up to where they took their year long, years long break with Saga. Um, oh, I read the giant... I figure you're up to date on Saga. I was going to say, yeah, back into Saga. <laughs> yeah, so I finished the giant compendium of Saga, and um, Right? Yeah, I get it. I get the hype. Right? Um, I have thoughts. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll dig into it, because we're going to we will get into Saga, for yeah. sure. Um, But pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I've been catching up on the Adventure Zone. <gasps> I'm oh. up to... I'm just I'm, this is pedals to the metal. Oh, that was one um, of my
1: favorite arcs.
0: Yeah, great D and D podcast for those. I know we've talked about it, but they did graphic novels of all their arcs as well. So I, I don't, I think the next one, maybe the next two are out. Oh, there you go. We've got yeah, it right there. One. So I'm about halfway through, the Gerald just showed up. For oh, those that know, God he's damn, one of the best. Justin McElroy's is a genius. Mighty Steve. Um, oh, so funny. <laughs> Bynacorn uh <laughs> um i read the king in black that you loaned me how'd you like it uh, it was great yeah. like venom you know the symbiote the king of the symbiotes shows up big world ending event you know uh it was fantastic a wonderful crossover event involving everybody in the marvel universe trying to fight the symbiotes it, it was really really awesome
1: yeah nice um, glad you enjoyed it
0: i didn't like i was most of the way through a couple of series and then i got sick and i haven't been able to finish them but i know i talked about them briefly but um oh man what is it hold on on. oh batman the imposter that's what it's called right um so i still have like the last issues to read on that pennyworth which was like a story about alfred in his days of sas i had like the first four or five of the seven so i've got to go and finish that Uh, And then Primordial, which is Jeff Lemire and Andreas Sorrentino. Sorrentino is the artist who drew Batman the Impostor and Gideon Falls, which here's a little bit of news that I saw today on Andreas Sorrentino's Instagram. Gideon Falls is getting a volume two written by Jeff Lemire, and he's doing the art, and that's coming out this fall. Nice. Oh, my God, am I excited, because Gideon Falls was fantastic. Um, And the last thing... Did you pick up book one? Is that what no. you're reaching to get?
1: Nope. Nope. Oh. You, you do your last thing. Okay. Um, about woo, about uh,
0: a year and a bit ago, um, I participated in a Kickstarter campaign. <gasps> oh, I know what you're about to talk about. With uh, an artist that I really like, Tyler Kirkham. Um, he put together a Kickstarter campaign for this book that he was writing and drawing called Final Boss and they showed up today oh or not today gosh. this week they showed up so it's basically he's like he was a child of the 80s and you know born in the 80s grew up in the 90s and he would spend all of his time not all this his time but he really liked Street Fighter 2 and Mortal Kombat and Van Damme movies and so it was what if i turn Street Fighter 2 and Bloodsport <laughs> the movie oh into a comic book which is what he did with this. Uh, so the tier that I participated in, in the Kickstarter campaign, got me uh, five copies of issue one. Oh my
1: gosh, look at it. So it's so pretty. All
0: autographed. So there's the original cover done by Kirkham. Oh, I got myself a little sketch cover done by Kirkham as well. So I'm keeping Sorry, that I one. I
1: whistle into the mic. Gosh, that no, must terrible.
0: Uh, there's a cover by Ryan Otley. Oh, he's one of your of, faves. Invincible and Grizzly Shark fan, Grizzly Shark fan—that's what he's known for, one hundred percent. And then here is the embarrassing thing: where I uh, don't remember uh, who did the last two covers, um, but I will put that in the description. And I am sorry, um, but so we got so five,
1: nice, yeah, five
0: versions of the book. So you, sir, are going <gasps> to get one. Oh boy! Um, and then we might be doing some giveaways. Yeah, I've got some. I've got some things planned. Nice. Um, so we're going to put together a couple of little giveaways. So uh, some of you will get a nice autographed Tyler Kirkham book uh, of final boss issue. Number one. Wow. With a
1: certificate of authenticity. and all Oh that my stuff. goodness.
0: Oh, and Sp- uh, just over my shoulder. I've still, I'm still working on my way through monstrous.
1: Oh yeah. Just great book. Yeah, speaking correct. of uh, Kickstarter, speaking of what showed up.
0: Ooh, berserker.
1: Yeah. So there's volume one, the nice hard cover nice uh of that so yeah that you want to hear all about berserker
0: you can go back in our feed if you're new to the show uh you can go listen to a nice conversation we had with the almighty ron garney the artist on that what an awesome dude him and i still chat
1: oh he's the best he's absolutely the best
0: we like chit chat now and it's like hilarious that i'm like I, we're like friends am i like friends with ron like yeah. this is pretty cool
1: um, oh he was yeah that was a great conversation best. and super humble and yeah just anyways good. the artwork in this is fantastic you i mean i've mentioned berserker so many times so yeah. we don't need to go over that again but yeah i was excited that that showed up yeah um oh and then also gonna... obviously i'm reading all things D critical role for sure like I'm, I'm just getting all that stuff so yeah <laughs> and it's all great
0: <laughs> it's so good um groovy well i was scheduling a break in the podcast but we're blowing over time so we're just gonna we're just we'll gonna sk- blow right through yeah. this um we'll take a break and then go into part two um speaking of kickstarter and D, mm. how's this for a segue um one i think the comic that won comic of the year for us yeah um are the almighty die by kieran gillen and stephanie hans um I saw someone online refer to it as goth Jumanji, which isn't accurate, but is very funny. It's, that's a uh, funny way to refer to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, go back and listen to our stuff. We talk about Die on the uh, award show. Um, but they are finally launching the Kickstarter campaign for the tabletop RPG game on May 17th oh, of Die. Yep. So the beta is still available if you want to go. You can go to, I think it's Die RPG. I'll put, the link just flashed, and if not, it's in the description of the um, in the show description as well. I'll put it there. But like, you can go and download the beta version that Kieran put together with all the rules and character sheets and all that stuff. But apparently, they've been workshopping it with other and they've writers. they doing a bunch
1: of playtesting,
0: and they've been doing playtesting and asking people for playtesting. So they've been refining it. So apparently, the Kickstarter launching May seventeenth for the full version of it and oh my gosh i can't I, believe the whiskey yep. will be participating in that kickstarter absolutely um, big thank you to steve say from talking comics friend of the show friend of this podcast uh, who uh told me today that that was coming so uh
1: thanks steve that was thanks steve um we i can't wait to play that i know well we've been talking about this for well over a year of trying to I mean one we need to find time so we can podcast but two is like how how can we find time to run a die campaign I know and anyways so much fun Yeah.
0: the the goal I'm going to put this on recording so that it's out there the goal is to do it as a show yeah (laughs) to like run a die campaign as a podcast yeah and like get a crew of people together and we'll just do it and it'll be a nice little mini series show
1: yeah Um, I think that would be so much fun be real fun um in lesser
0: fun news (laughs) comic wise uh two artists who arguably would be on the mount rushmore of comic book artists passed away this week yeah or in the last two weeks two absolute Um, legends most recently uh george perez um believe he was in his 70s or 80s um but he just passed away a couple of days ago Um, for those that don't know I mean my god his you know his work if you've ever seen the infinity gauntlet I I think (laughs) it's one of
1: the most iconic covers uh, yeah like Marvel covers it's that first like issue one Thanos with the infinity gauntlet I mean everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about now if you didn't know that he did that before I'm sure you can see that in your mind now yeah um yeah just yeah that was really yeah that was really sad and you're right like these are like he's mount rushmore legend status in the industry
0: yeah and um the other book that's like a legendary cover that was his was the uh crisis on infinite earths yeah um so the superman holding uh the dead superwoman right all of with everybody everybody from dc behind him yeah. um so that's george perez as well um you know just an absolute legend i one of my favorite episodes of the tv show comic book men was with george perez <clears throat> uh it's like after hurricane sandy one of the guys at the show at the shop mike like he like lost his whole collection in sandy and the guys got george perez to do a commission sketch for him oh wow and they did a wonder man oh, uh, cool. simon williams um which is a really cool avengers character yeah uh, avengers number nine is wonder man on the cover it's a great cover i love that, um, that was, really cool really really cool
1: co- a character that has not shown up in mcu wonder man was waiting. if and if you remember going through this that 1992 uh marvel card set yeah that wonder man you, was op wonder well. man was like the one that we would always gravitate to be like look at this guy yeah look <laughs> these tens at everything op yeah um but yeah so that was that was
0: a bu- some bummer news um i don't want to say even more bummer news but i think a little bit more shocking news was um neil adams also passed away um yeah last week um i know he had he'd had a rough i think he had gotten sepsis um and like, was you know, hospitalized and had a scare a few months back, and you know, looked to be getting better, but un- unfortunately not. But, um, oh
1: my god, what has Neil not done? Yeah, um, I've got a piece, an autographed piece of his that you actually helped facilitate hanging on my wall, like literally yep. right there, an iconic Batman, yeah, and it's um, to Alex, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And the story behind that it was, um, I. I help out the London Comic-Con with the comic creator guests. Um, So I was one of the guest curators for the comic book guests. And uh, one year uh, I facilitated and brought in Neil Adams to London, Ontario to the show and uh, was also fortunate enough to interview him on the main stage. Um, I went looking for the audio of it because I know I had captured it because I was going to put it up uh as an interview but it's unfortunately the quality is not usable uh-huh. that's too bad which is a bummer um unless you want to listen to music playing through <laughs> all of it <laughs> um, but no it's unlistable un- but um i got to spend the majority of the weekend with neil like i picked him up from the airport uh, him and maryland his his lovely wife um and i was like their runner so i drove them to and from i set them up with you know restaurant recommendations and drove them around and um hung out at his booth with him and just listened to him tell stories um and he was a master storyteller um if you want to hear neil adams talk if you go to kevin smith's podcast it's called fat man beyond he just re-released i think it's six hours of him talking to neil adams it's like Five yeah, or six different podcast episodes that he had like. So, I think it was like eight years ago, uh, Kevin had Neil on his show, and it was like a four hour thing that he broke up into three episodes,
1: and then he had him back on and they did it again. But he just re released it as a yeah, so it's a five gosh. hour and 57 minute super cut yeah. of yeah, it's episodes incredible 54, 55, 56, 71, 72. It's and incredible, yeah, it's, um, it's in my queue. And I'm looking forward to diving deep into that.
0: I've, I've honest, I've listened to it four times. I mean, cause I listened to it when it first came out. Yeah. Eight years ago. And I would go back and re-listen to it. Cause the way that he tells stories about, <clears throat> and like the creation of Jon Stewart and, you know, him, the, the, the green arrow and green lantern run with yeah. the, the drug cover, the infamous drug <laughs> cover. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, the big story that's in that podcast is how neil was instrumental in getting um oh jesus christ now of course i'm blanking schuster and god the guys who created superman fuck it was embarrassing uh he got the he got their names
1: like he got them credit and got them paid because oh that's DC right oh i'd forgotten again i'd forgotten yeah. that that was a big like a like a huge legal thing huge deal yeah
0: um siegel jerry siegel there we go uh jerry siegel and joel schuster joe schuster sorry um but he goes in in that kevin smith thing he goes through the the whole story about how he found out that these guys were basically broke and that they would never gotten credit for it so anyway i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna tell it because neil tells it way better obviously but an absolute legend um and yeah he uh i was able to get a couple of like pencil sketch art prints from him um so i got a nice walking dead one and a a batman one for you and
1: uh, that's yeah yeah it was great i got to when you came up to one of the ottawa cons that he was at yeah i mean you walked over and i mean he just looked up and saw you and was like oh hey tim yeah, yeah, And like yeah. just, you know, him and Marilyn were there and they just, yeah. you introduced us and we, we had a nice little, you know, side of the table chat while he's, I mean, he was sketching, I think he was doing, um, like a nine and a half by 11, like sketch for someone like a commission yeah. for the con. And he was just drawn away, doing his thing, chatting with us. Yeah. And then people would walk up to get an autograph and, you know, he'd spend, spend his time with them and then come back over and keep, keep chatting with us. And like, it was just, yeah, incredibly generous with his time. Mm -hmm. Just a really genuinely nice, good human being, right? Like besides the fact that he was a, an incredible artist and creator, just a really genuinely good human being. Yeah. So, uh, the world lost two legends
0: the comic world especially. And uh, you know, condolences and thoughts and prayers out to the families yeah. and all that stuff. But uh
1: um Well like w- like we normally do is
0: raise a glass. You yeah. know? Uh and in that podcast, he also talks about a book that he wrote, a Batman book called Batman Odyssey. Um that's a a a Rush Al Ghul story that I'm gonna go Ooh. and pick up because I had forgotten that he had written it and the way he tells the story, I'm like, oh shit, that sounds incredible. Nice. So I'm going to go pick that up. Um, speaking of all that stuff, we'll end on a lighter note. <laughs> the world is opening back up again. Oh my gosh. Conventions are coming back.
1: <laughs> yes, they are.
0: Um, the London one's been, is coming back in the fall. A fan expo is coming back at the end of the summer. I think the Ottawa one is. Yep. it's it's moved it it's to planned. Right around the same time.
1: Yeah. It's the weekend after fan expo. With right the on. hopes is to be able to double dip on some of those guests. Nag
0: some of them artists. Yep. And I got to say, Fan Expo in Toronto, they've released their guests. And the comic book creator guests that are there
1: are bonkers. It's, yeah, it's wild. Like e- everyone. Pretty it it feels everybody. like everyone, <laughs> yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. But. um, And some pretty great celebrity guests too. But did anybody really jump out at you as someone that you would be, interested in in talking to
1: meeting getting tinian. something
0: signed or james tinian
1: yeah james tinian all right um the nice house on the lake crew is yeah. all there yeah um so that that's i mean that's the one that jumped out to me because we could also then talk a little batman ninja turtle yep. <laughs> you know um so that i i mean i i think but then also um stephanie Hans. That's the one that I'm very excited.
0: Yeah, about. Stephanie Hans, artist of Die, is yeah. there. Um, so I would going. Bro- I'm probably I'm possibly selling some of my comic books, some of my graded comic books, in hopes of picking up artwork. So and maybe I'm some original art if she's
1: got some there.
0: Wondering if maybe that's where some of this is going to go. Yeah, so acquiring a. Stephanie Hahn's piece because her work and die is
1: it's beautiful. Gorgeous. I mean, how many times have you reached out asking if she has anything for sale? Cause I've reached out several times and it's constantly <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, you know, like I'm not doing any right now and I don't I have know. anything right now. <laughs> so I'm hoping I'm not that doing commissions like a... cause I'm doing
0: covers or whatever. I know. I'm, I'm hoping that with cons coming back, they artists tend to have like, you can pre-arrange yeah. Yeah. to get some stuff, which we've done before. Yep. Um like Wills Wills Portasio. Oh um, my wife Darth Vader. Yeah, so we did a you've got a sketch cover um mm-hmm. sketch cover Darth Vader. I've and then he did a Punisher commission piece for me. Um and then I brought the same year that I brought Neil Adams to London, Wills also came to the London show. And then, just as a thank you for bringing him bringing him to the show, um like I had a blank Star Wars cover, and I was like, "If you've got time, I would love to to get to buy to get another piece from you. Uh, and then he did a Han solo bust for me on it and didn't charge me. I was like, consider oh, a thank you for bringing me to the I'd show. F-
1: I'd forgotten about that.
0: Yeah. I gave yeah. it to him on like the Thursday He's... night, and I was like, by the end of the weekend, if if you can get something like, Give me a number like i'll want to pay you for it yeah uh and then the next day he was like oh i just whipped this up for you last night and it's like a bananas like depiction of harrison ford like, it's crazy yeah. Um, oh yeah
1: you know he's yeah. he rocks and, and and again like another guy that he did a side of the table podcast with you up in ottawa yeah when he was up here and you know what know i'm gonna that audio I will, might be around that might be a bit better
0: I'm going to put that, I'll put that up as a special, a special release. Cause that was on my old, what yeah. was primarily a music industry podcast. I did a, a comic con special where I'd, I interviewed Wills and then uh, David Ross. Yeah. Um. And I just did two quick interviews with them. So yeah, I'll put that up on our feed Yeah. as a little comic con special rock and roll, man. Well, Thanks. Hey, uh, what I thought was going to be a
1: short one ended up being an hour so part one part one also on the the celebrity side at fan expo the four hobbits are there the hobbits are there it's pretty cool i mean that's that's a an all-timer i would love to go and like get all four of them i've got a very very fancy folio society um lord of the rings trilogy Mm. like books that i'd love to get the four hobbits to sign pretty cool like you know nights i mean it's not a comic it's not a picture but i just i think that would be that'd be really cool but mm-hmm. yeah so well hey sir this was fun this was good we should uh throw it to a break go get some water yeah and uh get back so thanks so much for being with us for part one of Woo! the don't call it a comeback tour and we'll be we've back already with, done one of those but. i know part two we'll uh, be talking whiskey lots of yeah, things. whiskey, whiskey.
0: Whole lots bunch. of things whiskey so yeah. much a whole lot of whiskey well thanks folks really appreciate it and uh yeah click that next episode subscribe to this one too. share it with a friend um and uh tell us what you thought of moon knight and all the other things that we talked about and yeah, who did. are you excited to see at cons
1: and and how did we we talked about spider-man briefly and then just didn't really talk about it that's oh, fine no, we're great. not gonna do it now yeah, it was fantastic was was fantastic all right well all right. well
0: that's it for part one thanks buddy this was fun and this uh, is we'll great. be right back folks
1: do you like haunted attractions and halloween things do you like behind the scenes stories do you like listening to two girls go off on random meandering tangents well we've got the podcast for you i'm courtney and i'm brianne and you can hear all those things on the just, just haunted, haunted house things podcast haunted.